Welcome back to Footsteps in the Attic, the podcast dedicated to all things strange and all things paranormal. And I have to say, I am beyond excited to have on tonight's guest because not only is she a dear friend, but I'm going to tell you, she's beautiful, she's talented, and I'm going to say this for her because she will never say this in the horror film community. She starred in just, now these are just a few films. She's done Automation, Art of the Dead, Brides of Satan, The Pool Boy Nightmare, which I loved her in. You have to see it. And, and of course, her incredible performance as Faye in Blind. Currently on Amazon Prime, you better go watch this because she's phenomenal. And the soon-to-be-released sequel, Pretty Boy, which we're going to talk about, Sarah French, welcome to the show. Hello, Brian, you are such a sweetheart. Thank you so much for having me on. I am honored, to be honest <laughs> with you. Ever since I started this podcast, you were on my mind. I was like, I have to have Sarah on. Like, you're an icon. I'm going to say it again. Oh, you are. stop it. You are. <laughs> you, you, your body of work speaks for itself. And you're just blew me away. I needed to tell you that on air, but it blew me away. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You are quite welcome. And you're originally from Minnesota. I know that. And before... Oh, yeah, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now in sunny California. So a little bit of a climate difference there. Yeah, um, Joe and I moved here uh, six years ago from Minnesota, and it was yes. Let me tell you, it was quite quite the the change. I mean, coming from a town of, you know, I grew up in a town of three thousand. I graduated from a school of what was my graduating class? I think it was like a thousand, but that was a wow. lot. That was big, but you know, and then coming out to LA, I mean, it's it's a culture shock. But I, for the, yeah. the industry that, you know, we're in, the entertainment industry, it's, you have to. Yeah, it's either New York or L.A. And I think. Yeah, you have to. Wisely. You know, and yeah, I mean, there's there's Atlanta and, um, you know, New Mexico. And there's a lot of other places that are starting to boom, which is great. Right. But um, L.A. is definitely the place to be for film. And for hikes, which you do quite and often. for hiking. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something, folks. This girl right here could kick Wonder Woman's ass. I'm just saying it. I'm putting it on the record. Sarah is hey, ripped. I didn't say that. Brian said that. You can. I mean, come on. I mean, Harley Quinn, I'm sorry, but Margot Robbie was great. But Sarah French, you, you're, you're Harley Quinn. You need to be. I'm just saying. I'm putting well, I'm it out training, there. I am training for my next uh, big action film. Uh, oh. So hopefully... <laughs> this is awesome. This is I'm awesome news. Um, no, <laughs> Trust me, you are, Sarah. Is, yeah, that's. I mean, that's my motto is, like, I'm huge into health and fitness. Um, yes. And when I'm not working on set or working on a project, I'm working on myself. And it's very important to do that. Always just be improving and working. And um, it's just, it's good for the mind, body, and soul. I love that. And, and, and I... And, I and especially yeah, living out in LA, I mean, it's. I could imagine the stresses of life. This, I mean, the stresses of. I mean, we all have those stresses, you know, um, worries and this and that. But you need to find time to focus on yourself and focus on uh, 
getting out of that and finding ways to just try to be happy in some way. I mean, we're all going to have difficulties, but we all, but you have to push yourself and get yourself out of those situations. And for me, it's hiking. Like it's just, it's just, it's the, the fresh air, the, the alone time, like being alone is so important too. And just having that time to recharge and, um, recharge the batteries. That's recharge so the batteries. Exactly. Recharge the batteries. Yes. And, you know, what's amazing about you is you've done all these horror films and some of which have <laughs> taken place in the woods in these wooded areas. And here you are. You're like, I don't give a shit. I'm hiking alone. I'm like, come at me, I'm- bro. <laughs> <laughs> My money's on you every time. I, I gotta tell you though, Brian, I've, I've uh-huh. seen some wild animals out here. Like, even though I'm in <laughs> See, LA, was- there's, it's, a, yeah. it's, can we swear on this? Oh yeah, of course. Okay, good. yeah, go for it. It's 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 crazy. Um, I see coyotes all the time. No, see that would freak me out. Oh, the coyotes usually aren't too bad unless they're in packs. If they're in packs of mm-hmm. like two or more, they're hunting. You better watch the fuck out. <laughs> you just gotta make yourself look bigger than they are. And I've seen uh, actually uh, two years ago when we were shooting blind. I was yeah. out hiking. We had a night shoot, and I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna go on a nice big hike. Oh and, my you know, God. get ready at and, night." Oh no, 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 this was during the oh, day. Okay. We were shooting. It was a night shoot, so I had the day to myself. Oh right, okay, I know what you're saying. Okay, so yeah, I yeah. went hiking, and all of a sudden, like twenty, I'd say uh, twenty feet ahead, no, thirty feet ahead of me was a bobcat. Holy shit! Like, I didn't know there were fucking bobcats in Griffith Park. I had no idea. I, I I've you, actually been you, I, there. I seriously thought it was a mountain lion because um, I just saw the front of him and his paws were huge. Oh my god! What and did I was like, you well, do? I'm gonna die. I can't finish flying now. <laughs> <laughs> then I get to set that night, and I was like, "You guys!" And I showed up. So I, I took a video, and I showed the video. Right. And like, Jesus Christ! Will you be careful? We're trying to shoot a movie here. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it. I just, I, you did, you handled that way better than I would have. I'm sure I would have done everything wrong in the survival book <laughs> in my reaction to those damn things. <laughs> I mean, I've been doing this long enough now, and I watch a lot of Naked and Afraid. So, right. if, if, if you ever need, you know, if, if you ever I've heard need a survival your... situation, I, I could I <laughs> maybe get us through it with a little cramping involved, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, it's, so, so the literal coyotes are even worse than the producers in Hollywood. That's what you're saying. Right. You know. <laughs> well, there are some, uh, you know, there's a lot of shadiness out here, but. Yes. No I, argument. I, would tr- I trust the animals more than people. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's going to be the soundbite of the night right there. <laughs> now, were you. In Minnesota, were you like, what were you like as a kid? I, I want to know what like younger version of Sarah French was like growing up in Minnesota. Were you the same like nature lover? Yes, it all like, makes it all makes sense. I'm really I'm a nature lover first and foremost because I actually grew up on a farm. Oh, see, yeah, talk about that. So I've never had any experience on a farm, and I find that fascinating. Yeah, it was a dairy farm. Um, we had about it was I believe about two hundred cows. And oh it was a big dairy farm. Um, and we had some ponies and chickens and um, stuff like that. And I actually had my own heifer. She was a heifer because she was a teenage cow. 
Oh my God. And that's incredible. I, and she was my pet, basically. And I named her, <laughs> I named her Tornado because I was going to say, what you, I want to hear yeah, the she, name. She has a name and I would actually call her. I would, I would, say, <laughs> I would say Tornado. And, and I, I called her Tornado because she had the shape of a tornado on her, um, like face. The white, the white, oh, they're, they're black and white cows, and it was the shape of a tornado. And we, then, and then we had another co- um, heifer named Ginger, and we would call both I of them, that. and they'd come running to us. <laughs> that is, are you kidding me? Oh, and I gotta tell you this really funny story. Yeah, so, please do. So when I was living on the farm, I liked to help out around the farm as much as I could. You know, being a little kid, right. you can't really do too much. But um, one day I was betting. Um, it, it, they call it bedding the cows. So you basically okay, put right. hay under the cows, you know, to, to fluff up their beds. And you had to do that, uh, you know, every other day or something like that. And I was betting this one cow. Her name was Big Red. And she was, of a, course. She was a red cow. It was a, our only one. And she was really mean. That See, I knew as soon as you said Big Red, <laughs> yeah, we, this cow's going to be a pain in the ass. So I was betting her and apparently she didn't like what I was doing. And she kicked oh, no. me, and she no, kicked she me right not. in the crotch. <laughs> no, and I went down for the count. Oh my god! <laughs> Damn it! What happened? <laughs> what did you? So what became of Big Red? Did you just stay away from Big Red yeah, after at that? At that point, I was like, "Well, <laughs> I I hear you loud and clear, honey. <laughs> I'm staying far away from you." Big Red ain't getting fed today. That's that's oh the. Oh my uh... god! It was but it was so much fun. Like I love living. I mean, you like, and I've talked about this in multiple interviews. It's yeah. It's, I lived, you know, I grew up in the eighties, nineties, and yes, yeah. Um, you know, we didn't have cell phones. We didn't have cable TV. I, we didn't I, have I computers. I was just talking about that today. Right. I was we just didn't talking have about anything. that. What we had was mm-hmm. our imagination. Thank you. And that we, we're the and, best and generation. Honestly, yeah, and honestly, that is, I think, where my love of acting came in because uh, we would, my sister and I would do little plays for our families in the basement. Um, you know, try to you know entertain the the relatives when they came over. Um, we would right. we would we would at night go out under this big light pole and we would catch these huge toads. We had to have, <laughs> we had to have caught like fifteen of them one night, and we brought them in the basement and we. We lined them all up and we did like this race thing in the basement with them. I mean, That's phenomenal. I mean, you just do all this crazy shit as kids. and But now it's sad <laughs> because nowadays kids are just glued to their phones. And it's like, you're so right. The, I mean, you have to find those creative outlets. Um, you so do. Yeah. And I, and, and like I said, that's, I think that's where I found my love of acting because I just, I love to entertain people. Although I was very shy as a kid and it, I was very shy up until out, I was out of high school. Um, and yeah. then I started opening up, but um, was that through performance or just kind of naturally? You like you were just open. I don't know. Or you think acting kind of helped with that? I just I think age was. Yeah. You just, oh wow. You, you, you kind of just get to an age where you're just like, you know what? I don't give a fuck about anything. I don't totally. care what anyone thinks. I'm just you know you. I don't know. It's like it's like it's like a click. You know, you just. You just do your own thing and you just, you find ways to just break out of, break out of your shell. And that's what I did. Yeah. Oh, completely. That's incredible. 
and then you you kind of really you kind of started off like doing a lot of print work right you were you did a lot of modeling yeah. and then you kind of transitioned that into the film yeah i started modeling i was see i'm a metal girl i'm a metal and horror right. girl right. and most people that look at me they're like oh she's a preppy prissy this and that oh no you don't really know me <laughs> I love my metal and I love my horror. Um, <laughs> That's fantastic. And uh, I was at a metal concert um, one day. This was like, I was like 24, 25, rocking out. And this uh, photographer came up to me and he's like, hey, I love your look. Because I kind of had this like goth thing going on. Yeah. Actually, no, I was like 22 maybe. But, you know, I wore all black and black hair all that you know the whole nines and yeah. I was rocking out and the photographer came up to me he's like I love your look he was photographing the bands but he came up to me he liked my look and he gave me his card he said hey we should shoot sometime and I just looked at the guy like okay this is some creeper crazy weirdo dude right. like who just walks up to someone and does that like that was not my <laughs> world like I I mean nowadays people do it all the time and I'm fine with it right but back then it never happened before I was like okay this is some creepy weirdo dude <laughs> You're right. So <laughs> I would have thought so the same thing. A few months later, I found the card and I, I gave it a look and I was like, maybe I should try it. I mean, because at that point, like I said, I was starting to open up and be more comfortable with myself. And oh, yeah. So um, I set up, you know, I set up a photo shoot and it was all history after that. The day I got That's in front incredible. of his camera, it was like, I don't know, like something clicked and I was like, this, I freaking love this it was so much fun like freeing it was. And you kind and, of felt this I confidence just, felt, right yes yes it really helped my confidence it really that really helped with a lot of things and really helped me open up and um just i just loved it i can't even explain it but i can <laughs> totally understand where you're coming from and then from then on um from then on i've you know i've always been watching horror movies since i was like five I mean, Child's yeah. Play was one of my first horror films I ever watched, and it's <laughs> <laughs> and it was my favorite. Chuck, and who, who doesn't love Chucky? Right. Come on. Um, <laughs> so I, you know, I've been watching horror movies for a long time, and I was like, God, I always wanted to be that girl running through the woods, half naked, screaming from yeah. something, or <laughs> running after something, killing something, you know, doing something crazy <laughs> in a horror film. But I never thought right. I would ever be ever get that opportunity or even think about having that opportunity because again I didn't know anyone in the entertainment business I didn't know anyone in the modeling world nothing this was yeah. I just started from scratch on my own that's that's what I, I'm interested in that because you kind of you kind of started under the moniker Scarlet yes. Salem and then you sort of transitioned eventually yes. you kind of dropped that yeah. and you're like I, I'm just gonna be me what was what kind of led you to that well I can thank my very first photographer that for that because he photographed a lot of Playboy Playmates and he told mm -hmm. me, he said, everyone in the industry has a stage name. Nobody uses their actual real name. And I believed him because I, I didn't know. And a lot of people do yeah. have a stage oh, right. name, but a lot of people have their real name too. So right. he helped me because he knew I loved horror and metal and all that. He helped me come up with a stage name. And we both kind of came up with together and it came out to be Scarlet Salem. And it's, right. it's very horror related. So and Absolutely. at the time, I was fine with that because... That's all I wanted to do at the time because, you know, I didn't know. Absolutely. <laughs> that was your, yeah, no, I totally so, get it. Um, that was so once, once I, you know, did a bunch of modeling stuff, a few months later, I, um, I, uh, uh, 
was looking online and there was this horror forum because back then they had horror forums within my space. Right. Yeah, I'm that old. Oh, are you kidding? I uh, know, I'm right there with you. <laughs> so I clicked on this thing uh, and there was a casting call um, for the short film called Your Next Three Pajama Party Massacre. I was mm-hmm. like, holy shit. This is like <laughs> a dream come true. I have to apply for this. I have to. So I did. And I, I, I set up an appointment with the guys and I like quote unquote audition, but it really wasn't because we just right. met at this cafe with the filmmakers. And this was all in Minnesota, by the way. Um, right. We met up at a cafe. We all talked for like three hours. We're having a good time. And they're like, this is your character. You are this character. You got the job. It's how fantastic is that you're just shooting the shit and they were like, like no we know I can't this is, wait. This is... sign me up <laughs> and that's actually where i met joe and i was gonna say i know what happened yep. from that film because you met joe netter who's of course an accomplished very talented horror writer actor producer and i mean that's like did you two how did that happen did you two kind of start off i'm assuming you just kind of like clicked with metal and horror and you're like okay there's like a vibe here oh 100 percent. he was he was all into that too i mean his mm-hmm. ringtone was one of my favorite bands like his phone went off oh, see, and i was like that. holy shit that's lacuna coil and he's like yeah and i was like oh my god we're instantly going to be friends like yeah totally. so um so from then on we did uh two other movies together with the same filmmakers we did terror overload and then um Strip. Was it Shriek of the no, Sasquatch? No, that was, or was that, that was a different, different one? one? Okay. And then we did, yeah. Oh, okay. And then we did um, Strip Club Slasher. But we, Joe and I got together. We were friends a good few years before we even got together. We did some conventions. See, that's and he kind of showed me the ropes because he's been doing this a long time. Yeah. Um, and he's all, he was, he's been there with me literally from day one. That's phenomenal. He, he wrote, wow. he wrote what... your next three pajama party massacre and he played the killer in it. So how we actually, <laughs> so, you know, kind of got together you have a was record. He cut my head off in the movie and beat my friend with it. <laughs> <laughs> From then I was like, man, that that's a man's man. <laughs> that's a <laughs> my kind of guy. And there's a record of your courtship. There's a record, <laughs> permanent record of when you met right it there. That, that, That'll was, never that go. was in 2006. But then, um, yeah, See, we got together, I think it was like 2009. That's, that's incredible. Wow. Was that right? 2009. Yeah. Then, yeah, then we were shooting uh, Strip Club Slasher when we were together. And I think that's great because really the lasting relationships, you start off as friends I first. Agree. You have that connection. And then it like totally, it just, I'm sure it felt very natural too. Like when you were ready, you're like, it you just, know what? This yeah. Is, so again, some, something there. just clicked. And um, yeah. It was just, it just, it was all perfect. It was the universe kind of working its way slowly. And then it, it knew what we were, where we were going and what it wanted. And it happened. Oh, completely. Completely. And then now, and now and, and, it comes full circle with flying. Yeah. Oh, this is what I, I know. I was just going to ask you, see, right there, yeah, we're on the same it. page. So he's <laughs> up one night and he's like, Sarah, I wrote this script. Okay. And you're you're blind in this script and you're being pursued by this crazy killer. Like wh- where, where is it, you know, when he first brought this up to you till yeah. now where it's, 
done wrapped and and the sequel like how did that whole thing come about like it's it's uh, it came together much differently actually um one night uh joe and i were at our place um we were gonna watch a movie and we're like hey let's call marcel our good friend marcel i work he was my director in rotewood um and we were you know really good friends at that time and we still are um but we're like, let's call Marcel over, you know, have a pizza movie night. And, right. and Jill's like, yeah, let's do it. So I call him over. He comes over. So we start watching this movie, eating pizza. And then Joe, he has OCD with cleanliness. So <laughs> we, we got like 10 minutes. <laughs> See, I didn't know the that. There we go. There's a kid about we, we Joe. We got like 10 minutes into the movie. Joe's like, okay, I got to clean up these pizza boxes. And, you know, let's clean it up. Yeah, yeah. Really? So we pause the movie while Joe cleans up. Marcel turns to me and he says, I had the weirdest dream last night. He said, I dreamt that I was shooting a movie in my house in the Hollywood Hills um, that had to do with a blind girl. He saw the whole camera crew and everything in his house with this blind girl. And I was like, really? That's that that is where it all started. And from then on, Joe came over with his his beautiful, you know, mind of, I mean, he's, I'm telling you, he's like, like, like that, like he's, he's so good at creating. He's on it. He instantly was like, we got to make this happen. Yeah, we, we, we got, got something. something here. So, um, so Marcel kept telling us about the, the dream. And then we went back and forth all night, probably for, we didn't even push play again on the movie. That's incredible. Literally from Marcel turning me saying, hey, I, did, I had this dream to five weeks to the day Marcel told us about his dream. We wrapped the film. Mm-hmm. You're no, kidding five, me. Five Within weeks. five weeks and of the first know, yep, from, discussion. From concept to script or concept, um, pre-production up and mm-hmm. um, wrapping production was five weeks. I'm that just blows Andy me away. I was crazier. not expecting it that quickly. One yeah, go for from, it. One week from Marcel coming over, I was flying out to mm-hmm. Pennsylvania to shoot the special. So within oh that my five gosh. weeks, okay. I was gone for over a week <laughs> in the East Coast shooting the special as the lead female in that movie. So, so what you're saying is you're just not busy enough. <laughs> So we need to find things for you to do because you're clearly at way too much free time. Is that like, nuts? Oh my God, sir. I get tired just hearing, like that's exhausting just hearing that because I know what shoots you know are exactly like. What like, like. That's incredible. We, we had a limited time because um, Marcel's husband was, um, he flies for uh, uh, Chinese Air. So he was coming home. Um, it was a little after Valentine's Day. Um, we knew he was coming home, so we had to shoot the movie before he came home because we wanted to kind of keep it a secret. <laughs> you had the motive. Wow. So we're I, like, okay, if we're going to do this, oh we're going to really? do this now. Yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. And, <laughs> so you just, you lined up like location, yep. the cast, the, listen, the whole was, bit, was, was the crew within five weeks. I mean, you saw Blind. I mean, it doesn't saw look the it. movie, and and our viewers mm-hmm. listening mm-hmm. can see it on Amazon Prime right now. Um, it's it's and a, they better. It's like a '70s slow burn, a romantic horror film. 
You know what I liked about it too? It really is original. Yes. It really, I'm not going to no. spoil anything, but there are elements in it that I've never seen yep. in a horror film. And I really well, appreciate the, it. Oh, I'll, thank I'll you, Brian. That. I appreciate that. That's kind of what we were going You're, for. We didn't want to do your typical cookie cutter movie. There's enough of that crap out there. No. If you want to stand out, you have to do something different. Oh, my different. God. And the nice thing about working in the independent world, um, when you have a, a certain budget, you can kind of do creative and different things because you don't have that huge production company, um, you know, breathing down your neck saying you can't do this, you can't do that. You can be creative and take chances. Oh, completely. And that's what you have to do. You, if you want to be different, you have to take chances. Um, You're 100% so with right. Blind, Joe, I mean, his writing is just something else. I mean, he's so he it wrote really the is. script, I think it was like three days or something, or five days, less than that, maybe. That's incredible. Yeah, film in less than five days. And um, and the way he writes, it's very, I mean, it's very character driven. It's, it's, he gives us so much depth. He gives us so much to work with. It's so beautiful. Um, when I, when I first uh, read oh, the script, I cried. Yeah. I believe I, it. I mean, and I your felt, performance spoke I, for itself. You. And I really felt the fake character. And let me tell you, when we were, you did. Oh yeah. I it, can tell it you. Really, it really, it, the funny thing is like literally the day before I had to leave for um, the airport Joe gave me that mm-hmm. spoiler alert there's a, a monologue at the end of the movie yeah and we're not going to talk about that yes but I have a three-page monologue he literally gave it to me the day before <laughs> I left for the airport oh, you it's, it's a six and a half minute you're monologue. like here and I had to have I, I know. memorized by the time I got back because literally you, the day I got off the you, plane, we were shooting. I would have been like, wait, what the <laughs> F? Because I need time. I fully admit that. Like, I can't, you don't hand me a, a book on the fly and be like, here, I have this ready. Like, right? I, I'm like, it's, what? You know, it's weird. It's like, it's like when you're under pressure, for me, when I'm under pressure, that's when I work the best. If I have That's time, phenomenal. I'll literally dink around. I won't pay attention. I'll be like, you know, trying to learn something. And then I'll look over on my phone, dinking off. And <laughs> I would try. I try to do you everything know what? I can You're right. to pay attention to the script if I have time. <laughs> you know, you're right, though, because now that you say that, I do need yeah. a deadline. Like for yeah. me to get something done, you better say mm-hmm. have this next week. And then it's exactly. done. But if I have time, it just kind of wanders. <laughs> yeah. Like whatever task it is, it's like okay, maybe it'll get done. Um. So, but yeah, now, but that's why. That's why. Yeah. Blind is so special to me because we we did the movie. It was all of our friends, all of our people we've either worked with before or we've been friends with, or um, our whole post production team. Um, that's Marcel's production post production team. Wow. Um, he worked with on Rootwood. I mean, we pulled favors. Um, you know, we had we had people that believed in us, and that's really what is important. You need to find those people that believe in you, oh, it so that is. believe in your vision. And uh, one of our producers, Ivan, that night that we came up, that Marcel told us about the dream, and we came up with the con- the concept and everything, we called him and we said, "Hey, you know, this is what we have. What do you think? Can you help us out?" He was over within the hour. Our producer. That's incredible. One of our producers. That is unbelievable. 
Um, it's just, it's just, I'm so grateful for the opportunity. Like, I've t- and again, I've talked about this in other interviews. Um, it's tough. Making a movie is not easy. Oh, it, it requires it's I, blood, I, 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 sweat, I, I, tears, money. I mean, it's one of the hardest. Our industry is one of the hardest to work in. If you ask me, it's, it's. I, I think it's the hardest industry. I really do. It's, I it's mean, almost, just having produced two documentaries, yes. it's like, what? It, yep. Like, it's your baby, but it's like, it's like having a, you know, like a, a C-section baby, you know, like, <laughs> there's a lot it's of really, pain. Involved. It's a lot of pain, yes. It's, it's a lot of, um, right. it's a lot of work, but you know what? We do this because we love it. That's why we do this. Absolutely. Are we broke half the time? Are we struggling half the time? Mm-hmm. Um, yes, but we do that for our art. I, well said. And I, I really love your honesty with that because I think a lot of people think, oh, Hollywood movies, it's so glamorous. There's always money. And I can tell you firsthand, right. no, there's not. Like you have to do a lot no, of guerrilla style filmmaking to get things done. Who do we know? What location yes, do we and, have and access like saying, to? Um, before we we shot blind, um, when Joe and I moved out here, we kind of got this like core group together of friends. It, it took it took time, but th- that that in and of itself, just trying to find real people, like real friendships out here, is really hard. Because most people just want yes, something is. from you, or they're not real or they just don't really care it's hard to find mm-hmm. actual genuine really good people out here and we were lucky enough to m- meet marcel and meet a bunch of amazing people out here that we trust and are still friends with to this day um and i'm so grateful what? for that and that's we, incredible so we did this it was this thing called taco tuesday so we would get together every tuesday with friends at this place called el tejano in um uh uh the NoHo Arts District in North Hollywood um, because it was our one night to actually kind of all get together and just let loose because we're all we're all working these these jobs and busy and it's you you can't you can never find time to hang out with your friends and but you have to you have to set totally. that time aside and be like hey let's pick one day of the week where we can actually just turn everything off and just spend time with each other so we created I love some that. really great friendships, That's... and within those fa- friendships, we were able to make blind. Everyone, like I said, everyone was a friend. Everyone brought their A game, um, and it was just—it was really an amazing experience. You, you know, it's incredible about that too. It, it, it's organically yes. just came about, and with such good intentions. Look at the good yes. things that have come from it. I mean, there's Halloween mm-hmm. costumes. You're a gift. Yes. On Instagram, you're a gift, Sarah. Like, were you like, how did that even happen? I like looked, I was like, this is phenomenal. Sarah is a gift on Instagram. Luke, the Luke character played by Tyler Gallant, who is amazing in the movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, Marcel, he has a gift too. And of course, we have Pretty Boy as a gift. It's, I mean, of course. And, I, and there needs to be a, I'm just call, I'm going to say it right now, there needs to be a Faye doll. There needs to be well, the pretty boy doll, like figures, McFarlane. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we good. have, we have, we have I mean, that. It just it makes and sense. That's, and that, that's kind of what we wanted to do with Blind to set us aside from some of the other, um, you know, films out here is marketing is huge. 
mark you got to market 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 and and we did this all our, on our You're own at- nobody we did this all on our own. I we made love the phone that. calls but- we did the research same with um the same with our foreign dis- distributors uh we were able to get mm-hmm. we sold to i think over 20 territories on our own that is yep. incredible. I know from having to have produced a couple documentaries what that is like, yeah. that the other side of it. And just getting a handful, just getting yep. a handful of distributors is a task. So the fact that you got all those on your own through just work and yep. phone calls and I mean that that's right. so inspiring. Is, if you want something done, you have to do it yourself. It's, totally it's, agree with it's, you. It's I hard, totally agree. And it's some, you know, a lot of times it sucks, but you know what? If you want mm-hmm. something to happen, you have to do it. You have to be the one to um, push and get it out there because no one will do it for you. Amen to everything you just said. That is so true, Sarah. You're that, that, <laughs> I mean, that's it right there because I think a lot of people <laughs> enter the business and they yep. think, well, Either, you know, I'm attractive or I'm talented, yeah, so nope, things are just nope. going to come to me. No, and, and that's not say, how it works. You know, once the movie's done and posted and everything, that you just, you put it out, um, you know, on Amazon Prime or, you know, if you're lucky enough to get an actual distributor, um, that you can just right. let it go and, you know, not have to do anything else. No, you have to keep at it. You just have to keep at it. Yes, you and do. That's, and, and that's where Pretty Boy and, come into, comes into and, play. Well, well, that, and you know, it's funny. Again, we're on the same page. I was just going to ask you about that. So, Pretty Boy. Now, was the intention while you were making Blind to do the sequel, or did the sequel come about organically? Like, hey, there's something to Blind. We've got to explore this character yes, further. Um, a little bit of both. Um, we, in a way. Okay. So, we knew. It was going to end the way it was. That was the first thing, if I remember correctly, that was the first thing Joe came up with. The script was the end. Oh, that that disturbed yeah. the hell out of me, by the way. I'm not again. I'm not giving away anything, but I just let's just say your character. Because, I was just like, oh yeah, no, like you, don't you tell. Just, uh, just, uh, the thing is, I you just saw moment. her go through hell, and you really go get into the story right. of Blind. But um, you know, I I was a actress at the height of my career. And I decided to get laser eye surgery and I wind up blind. So you meet me, you know, a, uh, about a year into living my new life as a blind woman and not being an actress anymore. Yeah. And it's, and it's, it's very emotional. It's a very emotional film. Um, it's more of a drama. It is. I like, to, I like and... to say it's more of a drama than um, it's, it's a drama with horror elements. I love that because I really felt for your character. I really did so deeply. And that was through your performance because you nailed a visually impaired woman. Like, and and I can't imagine what that was like because your instincts are to interact with your fellow actors. So you could, you had to like use your other senses instead of like looking at acting is reacting. And and when you can't react to someone, it's a, it's challenge. Mm-hmm. And again, Brian, I literally had oh a week to work on this whole thing. I, you know, remember I <laughs> I can't even imagine. How did you do that? 
not only that, but yeah, I, I, <laughs> how did you, how I did you even, blind. so it's, and I had to do it correctly. I, it wasn't something that I, I was going to take lightly. Um, so that's what I mean. Like, how did so, you make that happen? So with way? Like, that's incredible. Um, we have one of our friends named Kevin. We actually, um, we, he's, he plays Sophia's husband in the movie. He's actually blind. Um, he's in the oh, blind wow. group scene. Sophia, yeah. Yes. He actually yes, yes, went yes. blind two years earlier because of cataract disease. So, so, um, oh, Marcel, Caroline and I spent the, spent the day with him in his house just to see how he goes about his daily life. And we actually, he actually took us to a restaurant that was close by. So we got to see like how he walked around on the streets and how he uses sounds to determine whether he can cross the street or not. Um, you know, holes in the holes in the sidewalk. And it's, it's so interesting that your, your senses do heighten when you lose one sense, your other sentence do heighten. And I believe that. Yeah. You dream in color. Oh, that's oh, isn't Joe that knew all this um, prior to writing the script. So he, he was able to incorporate that. So in the film, you see me dreaming in color and I, and this really isn't giving anything away, but I do see in my dreams. Yes. Yes. And, uh, I, I, man, I was just so taken with like, every time you were on screen, I was like, the, the, like she didn't miss a beat. Like there's not one part of your performance that's inauthentic. And I mean Thank that, you. like, I was just so blown yeah. away by you. I mean, I've, I've, I've known you for years and I love you as a person, but I was like, <laughs> I love her on screen. Look well, at Brian, this. Thank like, this you. is it, incredible. It really means a lot because you know, um, Caroline, her character in the movie, she's been blind since birth. So she has the milky eyes. Whereas I'm playing a character that was went recently blind and my eyes look normal. So I had to portray it even more um, a certain way than she does. Like we play it differently. But we would. Right. And I, I appreciated that, though. And I yeah. liked the banter and, between and, you, too. Um, if you ever get the DVD down the road, there are a lot of extra behind-the-scenes, deleted scenes, things like that, that, um, you know, we couldn't have in the film. But um, for the DVD. Right. Yeah. The editing gods didn't allow it, which I totally understand but, about. Um, <laughs> yeah. So many good but moments get lost. It's such a special movie to me and to us, to Marcel, and... Oh, this film it is a special movie. And uh, that's a, again, and it's, we're, it's you know, inspiring. we're still at it. And oh, so to get back to your question about the ending and if we knew there was going to be a sequel, so because of the budget, yes. um, and because of you know, we we knew this was going to be a film fest movie because it's so different, it's so unique mm-hmm. to find an audience for it. Yep, so that's why we hit up a lot of the film festivals because we wanted to kind of get it out there that way first just to see how it was going to do and depending very smart very smart that was going to be the determining factor if we were going to do a sequel or not yeah because it's very oh i love that and um could go either way yes 
but it, it could. That's why I was dying of curiosity. Because of <laughs> how much shit my character goes through in the movie. Mm-hmm. We need to we need to see not only my character, but Pretty Boy's character too. He's Yeah, yeah. Well. There's a lot of backstory um, for both. Although the first one's more my story, the sequel's Pretty Boy's story. Yep. Oh, interesting. So, and it is a direct okay. I like this. The first one. I was going to say my only question because I don't like to I don't want to spoil yeah. anything for anybody, but I was going to say is there any passage of time or does it, it, it pick be- up right it where the picks right up. ending That's phenomenal. I'm I'm really happy to hear that cuz I was I was hoping that was the direction it was going because yeah. I I'm, I'm just so curious. Yep. Like it ended up, I was like, ah. You, and, and I'll tell you, guys you right got now, me good. it's actually a planned trilogy. <laughs> I, I am so in love with that idea. I'm so happy to hear my, you say my that. It needs to come full circle. And it will, it will with the third one. Oh, absolutely, it does. Just tell me you're going to at least have a week to yourself <laughs> before you're jumping right to do the third one. <laughs> to discuss part three <laughs> <laughs> of course you are we don't of stop you are sarah do we ever stop brian as artists i'm, I'm gonna call you stop. there's a, we always have something in the cold you always have to <laughs> i'm just gonna start calling <laughs> you then, no days off i mean we've just been talking about because... blind and pretty boy like i have all these other projects that i worked on mm-hmm. that i was lucky enough to work on that are actually coming out this year too but i'll get to that I'll get to that, but, it, it's but let me tell you, with it's... Pretty Boy, <clears throat> God, with the pandemic, trying to shoot a movie, oh my God, it's, it was, <laughs> we got lucky. Um, Joe did a lot of the, um, the, the production, the, the production planning and stuff like that, the scheduling, um, he was on the ball with that and we were lucky enough yeah, we were lucky enough to, I could only imagine. to have a very safe set. We had a we had a, a COVID compliance officer with us. Um, nobody got sick. Everyone Isn't was that so, wow. healthy, happy. Everything went so smooth. And we didn't even go over time on any of the days. <clears throat> that's incredible. Well, that's incredible. I can tell right? you, from, I don't think I've ever heard that from a shoot. Where yep. No yep. time, Everything no days went over. It was so smooth. And you want to know the best part? Is we wrapped? Yeah. On November second, I'll just say I won't say the date because I can't remember. But early November we wrapped. Okay, right. The same day we wrapped, Blind came out, and that was not planned. Wow. How like serendipitous is that? That's like boom. It's us with numbers. That's a thing. Oh no, I believe it. I, I completely believe that. And I mean, there's, no. this was no, no. accident. This was yeah. all clearly meant to be. The way just everything fell into place and so innovative and creative throughout the whole process, not just on and screen, but behind this. And the this scenes. Is, we, we talk about this in some interviews. Um, Joe, Marcel, and I, and also a few of our friends, um, Tyler, who plays Luke, Jed, who plays Pretty Boy, um, Kwame, who does uh, our makeup in the movies, um, a handful of us try to at least once a month 
what we like to call is a positivity hike. We, we take a hike to a very special place um, in LA and we all, we do like a, we, we almost, it's like a, we talk to the universe and I know it sounds weird and a lot of people, are gonna be, but it's, it, but no, you know what I mean? It's, it doesn't. It's a very spiritual thing. Like we're not religious. We're just all, you know, it's like, it's a spiritual kind of. Yeah, no, I get exactly. it. Exactly. We're putting our intentions, intentions out there. there and we're, we're asking um, yeah. for guidance and, and. That, 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 I think that's and we, brilliant. We've done that since, um, since uh, the early, uh, since shooting blind, we've been doing that. And I think it's really, it's really helped us throughout. See, I love that. Last couple of years. I will light candles from time to time. And then what I do is yep. I take the candles outside and I, I give all my intention. Then I blow <laughs> out the candle. I let the smoke filled with my intentions go up into the universe. And I truly believe there's yes. something to that because good things happen 100%. when you put those intentions out there. So there it is. Hikes, intention hikes. People need to be on this. They need to get on this I'm, train I'm and start doing you. this. I'm telling you, look it works. What happened with you guys? We we are. I mean, uh, you're living proof that it does. I'll tell you what. <laughs> like when Joe and I first moved out here, it was 2015, and it was hard. Like the first couple of years, just to try to get you know your feet in the sand. And we had a lot of friends out here and stuff like that, but. Everyone was always busy, you know, no one really has time for anything because everyone's trying to work three, four jobs yeah. to pay the, you know, the, the rent out here because it's ridiculous. Uh, I remember that. Yeah. I remember having a phone conversation it's, with you shortly after no, you it moved. Wasn't and, easy, and it but, wasn't easy um, in the beginning. It was just one of those things where we just, we never gave up. And we've been very fortunate over the years to have all the support we've had. And to just to meet so many great people here. Um, and it's just, you, like I said, you just have to find those times to spiritually connect with yourself and the universe. And, you know, it's just, it's very important. Oh, 100%. and believe in yourself and, you, you know, and, and I, I see it in your work on screen. It, it's amazing. Like you really exude this confidence and you should because your well, talent shines it really does i, I it's been uh, such a blessing to watch you so on screen well, like, the, look at look at her she's doing what she's meant and, and to what, do what i've been trying to do is you know getting back to the little scarlet salem thing geez i just go on all the tangents i could talk forever yeah um I love this. No, I. My name to Sarah French. I decided me. to change my name in. It was 2011. I went from Scarlet. Say I dropped Scarlet Salem and I decided to use my real name. It's because I didn't want to be pe- pigeonholed into just doing horror films. As, although that's my first and foremost, that's my my love, of course. And I, but I love I love performing. Right. I love bringing characters I get to it. life. I love acting, no matter what it is. Um, you know, right. I've, I've worked on. Right. Um like action films uh martial arts films i've done i've done romantic comedy i've done i've done everything and i love it um yeah just, yeah yeah i didn't want to be pigeon held so i i dropped scarlet and took sarah and from then on like the doors really opened for me and 
See, I, I think that's wonderful. And I love that you have put that out there. Like, hey, you know what? I'm not just this horror icon. There's other things within yes, the industry and, that and, and I want to do. That, and not um, that, you know, with dropping my name, I at that point, I started being more selective with what I was taking. Um, I don't just do every product yeah. that's handed to me. And a lot of people out here, unfortunately, have a problem with that. And I'm not, and I'm not trying to be a dick and I'm always mm-hmm. nice about it. It's, I have to be picky because I'm growing my, my, brand. I, I, I know exactly what I'm you're building, saying. I'm, I'm building to it, something and I want to, I want to get better with each project I do. There, I don't want to ever go backwards. Yeah. I want to elevate. Elevate is what I want to do. And unfortunately, unfortunately, some people have a problem with You've that, earned- but that's not my problem. Well, that's the small-mindedness because that's their ego saying, oh, my project is so spectacular that you have to do it because I'm offering it to you. Where it's really the exact opposite. You've earned the right to it, turn yeah, things I, down I, because I you've paid I mean, your I'm not just, you've, the thing is, I'm not, I'm not just oh, that you girl that is topless in a one-minute scene that maybe has a line or two. I'm not that anymore. I'm, you know, I want to get... Right. Right. Bigger, better roles, you know, strong supporting leads, um, characters with depth and emotion. And um, Absolutely. You know, that's, that's what I'm looking for right now. And um, if, if that means I can only do a few projects a year, that's then that's all I'm doing. I love that. And you know what? By doing that, I think that creates even more demand because people are like, oh my God, like, no, she's very, like, she won't just do anything. Like, we really, like, we need to court her. We need to, like, really, you know, make this project better yep. to get her on board. Do you know what I'm saying? So I think you're yes. absolutely right to exactly. be as selective as you want to be. It really is. I love that. Now, I, I am curious, just personally, because I know you're, obviously, you're horror following, but I'd be curious, like, if you could pick one film to remake that is not hard um, what would I that would part do... be for you i hate remakes though but if you know if you were to say instead of remake, i do too like i i like a, a re-envision or something like 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 evil dead instead of them like just okay it, they, they did like a re-envisioning and it came out awesome yes <laughs> right i freaking love that movie. i would say non horror wise so a lot of agree. people would probably be surprised about this, right. but um, le- legend. This is what I love. Go ahead. Curry. All right. See, I love I would, that. I, would play I the can Lily totally character. see you rocking that. Like, I it's, love that. It's, what a it's good really, It's one of my favorite films, and it's such a beautiful, romantic, like that, everything about that movie. I just love. Well, you're talking to the right person because I completely agree with you. And what a what a like a solid <laughs> choice that was. I was not expecting that. And then that and then as soon as you said it, it made complete sense. I was like, totally do I this. love it. I love it. And if if, if I could if, work if, with any actor, if you actor yeah. actress. Um, I mm-hmm. would pick actress wise Jamie Lee Curtis, just because she's a fucking badass. And she's, she's done that. so many good movies. So of many course, I, I totally agree and she's, with you. She's a strong female character. That's 
that's the thing like oh she's fantastic she's funny actor wise because i've gotten this question before actor wise i would say kurt russell (laughs) oh what a great answer i love kurt russell he is my are you kidding that's fantastic that's a great answer (laughs) you have such good taste i mean come on from snake plissken to big trouble little china i mean come on who doesn't love kurt russell and he does it all. He's funny. He can do, you know, the, the dramas. I, he can I do action. He I, does. I, I mean, everything. Christmas, that Christmas movie he did where he plays Santa Claus. It was fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was basically, it was basically <laughs> him, him going back. As a Christmas nut. Instead of the nor- like, instead of going, like in the thing, he goes to, what is it, Antarctica? Right. Yeah, and now, yeah. now he goes to uh, the North, North Pole. And... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, it's, it's great. I, I love mean, that. You know, it's just, I'm just so grateful to be doing what I'm doing and to be able, be able to get paid to play and bring these, these wonderful characters to life. And well, you I want, it. I really, my goal is I really want to do, um, of course, you know, work on more pretty boy um and one of my goals is i want yeah, to work course. on a kick-ass action film i was gonna say you so need to do like i could I see mean, you as even, a villain even, yeah spot. whether it's a villain or you, you need know, to even do a good guy like like um um alien yeah. um Oh my gosh, you know, yeah. Able to Absolutely. Play, uh Ripley, like that kind of character, like a badass. I mean, I'm telling you, you'd I'm be a great you, tra- These last few uh, years I've been really training a lot and <laughs> I'm just waiting for that for that role. Yeah. Something yeah. badass. Uh believe me, Sarah, <laughs> I've seen you train, you're already ready. You could kick Ripley's ass. I'm just here to tell you. That. Like I told you earlier, like my money's on you. Like, come on. <laughs> and you know what? You know what's great about the answers you gave? Like, you really know yourself as an actor because you picked two parts which you yeah. could completely nail. Yeah. And that's an actor yeah. who really I, knows I himself. Because some, some people, because you know, some people don't have that sense of like, you know, they think they can be Batman or, <laughs> or Supergirl. And it's like, really? Like, when's the last time you've seen a gem? You know what I'm saying? Like some people don't, yeah. Some people don't yeah, have exactly. that sense of self. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. You've dealt with it in LA. These people that I'm sure have made some comments. You're like, really? There, there no, are possibly so. a few action things in the works right now as we speak. I can't say much, but but um, I get hopefully you. this year I'll be able to put some of the skills I've learned over the last few years to use. <laughs> I'm already excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> I, I I am so excited to hear about yes, the project yes, when yes. you're and, able and to talk about. And real quick, um, I have a few other films coming out this year that I worked out yeah. on last year during COVID. Yeah, please. Um, so I did. Yeah, I did well, please let lay it on. Talk about it's a post-apocalyptic vampire film, and I and yeah, that one that one has uh, that's phenomenal. In that one, uh, Robert Lasardo, um god a lot of great people in that film and that one's coming out this year 
um, along with uh, my oh, I'm excited. Death Count. And that one, I actually had a scene with Michael Madsen. <laughs> oh, that's phenomenal. This is, honestly, see, you just had to mention that now. I'm like, I'm going to pick your brain. Oh, and, I'm and, like, well, and what happened there? Now you can't say I much, but. With him. He was, he was in the Saw series. I worked, I worked with him on Bloodthirsty. Oh, yeah. And, uh, of course. Yes. Yeah. And he is, he is an actor's actor. Like, like before, before we would start oh, I believe scene you. on camera, we had like this mini powwow. And, and, and went through on how we were going to do this. And um, he would actually like help coach us through the scene too. Like he is just amazing. And he's such a sweetheart. Uh, I have absolute faith that he went oh, and said the same thing about you as soon as you were so done our, our, you know, that, That's, our last that's so great. Together on uh, Bloodthirst, um, our last scene, I gave him a hug. And I said, thank you for everything. You're so amazing to work with. And and he thanked me too. And it was just a really touching moment. It was things like that just really make me happy. And they and they kind of put that <laughs> stamp, like, yeah, I'm on the right path. Like, so, this is, so, I'm yeah, meant so to be here. You know? Coming out this year. And then I also have this one called Sorority of the Damned. I saw the some of some stills from that, and that looks fantastic. That looks fantastic. <laughs> I I like what is going on here. That's why yeah, I, I, get, I, I need get the, the backstory on this. One. You know, like what? And, uh... <laughs> See, I love that. They caked you up. They're like, now yeah. you get to be the. You know. Yeah, exactly, and that's that's. Like, I don't. I don't want to spoil that's what anything. I loved about you get that. to be the, yeah. the, the director. We had we had uh, co-directors on that one. It was Joe Davidson, who's in the, um, he's uh, he did the um, Stranger Things series. He worked on that, um, and Roy Kinnear, oh, yeah. who is the um, owner of Soda Effects out here, one of the biggest effects company in California who's worked on huge movies, but they, um, they, uh, they co-directed it together and it was such a great shoot. We were shooting basically in the desert for days and it was like, and it went down to like 20 degrees. (laughs) (laughs) And you were the coyote wrangler, right? (laughs) Like send Sarah out. Um, She knows how to handle it. Our same DP. I worked with the same DP last year that, Every, on all the all my movies I did last year, um, Michael Sue he shot Bloodthirst, um, Death Count, uh, Sorority of the Damned, and um, he shot Pretty Boy. He's an. Wow, you really are like yep. you have this family very right grateful, there. Very you know grateful. what I mean? We had the, it's, it's this really, industry it's family small, that's it's, just it's so positive. Big, like where we're at it's a big world but it's really a small world within you know what i mean the vat i know what you're saying when you find your tribe it's like these are the people that you know you can trust and exactly and and it's all positive and it's safe and i and i actually think it works better when it's just a handful i agree i really do you know because you can really trust those people and open up to them (laughs) 
So that's that's all that's, just uh, of it in a nutshell, guys. That's just beautiful. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, right. I just have a few fun questions before I I, I know I've oh, kept please. you and your time. I love you've donated to you, your wonderful time, and you don't get a lot of free time. So thank you for that. Okay. Oh, I know. Well, well, I have a few questions of that for, for you. Just, just fun stuff. But so, wait a minute. So, what is your when you're not hiking, and when you're not filming? Like, what is your perfect day off? That's a tough one. Yeah, outside of working out and hiking. <laughs> you got me. Because I know you love that. Honestly. <laughs> Good. My goal is at least I mean, honestly, make you pause. And it's funny because I'm not your typical female. I hate shopping. <laughs> See, most women would be like shopping, getting my nails done, and this and that. That's shit I dread if we're going to talk this. Right. I'm like, get me away from any of that. Um, I would say just going, like, there's this really nice cafe. Actually, we have a lot of really nice, cute cafes around here. But um, there's this one in actually um, downtown. Oh, it's off of Sunset in Hollywood. I forget the name of the cafe, but they have these really delicious coffees. Mm-hmm. And they it's like signature coffees. And they have this, they like make it, the top look like they add all these colors and make it like a really pretty flower on top. And the simple things like that, like just going to a cafe... Having oh, really? a nice cup of yeah. coffee, talking with friends, um, and you know maybe walk to a nearby park and just just relax or go to the beach. Um, yeah, I, we like Joe and I love going to the beach. It's so relaxing, you know, and just just chilling. yeah, it is just like, looking I'm just looking and hearing the ocean. A horror film or two or three or four. Yeah. Five. No. <laughs> Actually, well, Joe and I are binging lost right now. <laughs> See, this is why everybody loves you, Sarah. <laughs> are you kidding? You now you know you and I—we're going to be talking about Lost. I—I I was obsessed with Lost. Are you kidding? Like, yeah, we're going to be talking as you go along and you get further it's, into it. We're going to be talking about the series because I want your you thoughts. Can't. But see, I can't spoil anything for you, so I can't um, talk. We're on season three. What season are you on? I'll just ask that. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. All right, perfect. Yeah, you so you've already met Ben. It, I know. I love that character. I love Ben. Like, I love yeah. that in between. Yeah. Like, you don't know if this guy's <laughs> evil or good um, or. So yeah. So it's yeah. Just, you know, just chilling, really. You're... Just simple. I'm, okay, I'm I love that. Simple. Like, no, that's that was I don't exactly. Need a whole lot to make me happy mm-hmm. you know and I think I think a lot of that comes with my upbringing because you know I grew up in a single parent household we didn't really have a lot and you know it's anything mm-hmm. I do have I'm very appreciative of but I don't need a whole lot to make me happy I love that <laughs> that was like the perfect answer <laughs> like my god who could top that for an answer <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, Sarah, you just like well, button that one. <laughs> well, what's something? What's what's something about you that like nobody? Like, what's a hobby or interest oh that God. would surprise people about you? Ooh. I know these are like hmm. you're like why are you asking me this on the fly? Fuck. 
You're like, Brian, you son of a bitch. Why didn't you send me this before? I um, I'm yeah. really good at 500. <laughs> see, I love that. There we go. Joe and I just played it the other night and I whooped his ass. Look, see, that's something. <laughs> see, of course you did. What did I tell? What have I told you twice? My money's hey, always I, on you. I, I know you whoop ass, and you're gonna win. You know, no matter really who it is, does, what's going but... on? <laughs> oh yes, he is. Yes, he is. But but Sarah's winning the contest. That's all I'm saying. And I'm, I don't mean just with Joe. I mean against anybody. My money's up there. <laughs> I'm Team Sarah. All right. So who wins? You're gonna like these hard. Oh, There's man. two quick hard ones. Freddy versus Pinhead. Oh, they're both great. I would say Freddy. <laughs> I, I love. Uh, I love thank you. Head, yeah, I have to go with my man, Freddy. I love Freddy. Come on. Freddy, I think has <laughs> he has one up on Pinhead. But Pinhead does have his. Uh, his I I have to agree with to you. Bring. The, exactly. That's that, that could be. Oh, uh, the Cenobites. You're right. <laughs> So it's up in the air, so. but we're still going to yeah. lean. Freddie gets the lean. The, the slight nod. I think so, too. And how about uh, Jason versus Michael Myers? God, I know what Joe's answer really would be, tough. but I want to hear you. Um, they are. I'd probably go with Jason. Yeah. I'd have to go with Jason, too. I think he's... I, I just exactly. think he's... You know, he's got that supernatural vibe, whereas Michael Myers... <laughs> Has that? Yeah. I'm just a psycho, really strong psycho. Yeah, so that, <laughs> Jason he has comes back from the dead, so you know <laughs> we got to give him that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, what scares you more, Sarah? Ghosts or aliens? Well, I've never seen aliens before, but I have seen spirits. See, this is why I love you, because you just bled yes. seamlessly right into my next question, which is, have yes. you and, ever had um, for those a paranormal of experience? For those who don't know, um, Joe and I used to do a lot of um, ghost hunting um, over the years. We actually, and we actually, we, got, we actually wrote two books on it. Um, yes, from, you have. Yeah. Um, one of them is yep, uh, yeah, what are the books? Journeys, Salem. It was uh, the one time we spent a week in Salem, we went to a, a handful of haunted locations and the other book, oh, it, it's called Haunted Journeys and then it's Salem. So, and then the other book is also Haunted Journeys and it's Waverly Hill Sanatorium. You oh have gosh, that to is one of like on my bucket you, list you want, of locations okay, to go. So if, if anybody wants to see <laughs> anything ever, that is the place yeah. to go. I would say. I mean, you've been to um, really uh, Gettysburg, yes. Gettysburg. Yeah. I had three out of um, three times. I had paranormal I think, experience there. I, I mean, I've had three out of three paranormal experiences, and I've actually been scratched before. I don't think I ever told you about that. Yeah, tell me. I want to hear about that. Like, what? What was the situation? I so, don't think you did because so I definitely would have remembered ago, that one. I was contacted so, by this producer. I knew on. I did some ghost hunting, and and I was a horror fan and everything, and I was an actress. So he's like, "Hey, let's, um, you know, I'm trying to start up this um, paranormal show where we have, you know, it's like 
three women um, investigating, you know, these different locations. So I was like, you know, that sounds like kind of cool. I'm not big into the whole reality TV type stuff. And I like watching it, but I don't like being in it. You know what I mean? Right. I'm just, I'm not, I don't have that kind of personality. It's I got not, you. Yeah. It's not really my thing. You don't want to have to be like you yeah. in front of the camera. You want to play exactly. a character, whereas you want to be able to relax um, on your so own time. I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot. Totally. Was, eh, you know, I'll see. So we went to this uh, cemetery. It was in, it's in Van right. Nuys. Um, no, it's in Silmar, California. I can't remember what the cemetery was, but it was a location where um, there was a flood and a lot of people died in this specific spot. So okay. it wasn't necessarily a cemetery, but it was more of a um, a roped off area where they, what am I trying to say? It's like, it's, it's kind of like, um, like it's quartered off, they more in the, like, not a, more in the like people, an enclosed but, you know, section they have, like, where they, everything. yes, yes, yes. Thank you. So, oh, like a uh, memorial. Apparently, uh, this place is very okay. active, which makes sense because, you know, people lost their lives there. So naturally, they're going to have, you know, I would think of a residual right. of these spirits that, you know, weren't able to leave because of such a horrific event that went on there. Um, exactly. So, so he kind of told us the history of this place. And, you know, we started investigating and it was it was probably we were there from like midnight to three in the morning or two in the morning. And um so one of the one of the things that people were saying that's happened to them was that they were followed home by whatever was there. And I was like, okay, that's really oh, scary. Cause goodness. I don't ever want to be followed by anything or attached. I don't want anything yeah. attaching to me. Right. Yeah. Right. Because that. Uh, well, you're that, a very smart that, woman because I've that dealt with happens. people who have had attachments and it's so not fun. So you have to almost do like a. a yes, cleans- it does. Cleansing before and after. The cleansing. And you have to be very respectful yeah. wherever you go. Yes. Listening, you have yes. to be very respectful wherever you go. A hundred percent. Yes. And you have to close the invite, like you said. It's very important in a location to yeah, exactly. rescind any, like, and, you do not have permission and to I'll follow tell you right now, that I respect you, but I don't want anything following You can me. ask it, but it doesn't always listen. Right. And that, that actually happened to us at Waverly Hills. We had something follow us back. Right. Yeah. And that's, and that, that was the really? thing that, but that's, that's a whole nother story, I, but, um. Anyway, so the cemetery, one of the things that people were saying was um, they were scratched at this cemetery. So, you know, we had some weird things happen that that night. Yeah. You know, I was able, I can't remember if I caught something on camera or not. This was a few years ago. I might have. But I go home that night and Joe and I are sleeping. I wake up, I think it was like four in the morning. And I never wake up in the. It was between three and it was between it was being three. Of between course, three it had four. to be between three and six a.m. I wake up with right? this burning sensation on my back. I mean, burning <sighs> like it was on fire. And I wasn't fully awake because I was just really tired because it was a long day. And so I just I I 
kind of yeah. just went back to sleep. Well, I wake up at the next morning. It was like eight in the morning, and I'm in the bathroom. Sure. And I turn around and look at my back, and I had like three scratches on my back, and I knew it. Oh my I, god! Like, right away, I was like, "Oh my god, what happened to me last night while I was sleeping was from the cemetery. It was the same night, same everything, and that's happened to other people too." Oh my God. Like that is a genuine following home, you know? Yeah. I can't imagine because you're probably thinking, wait, is this going to continue? Is this Mm -hmm. process, you know, is this going to stay in this space? So um, what did happen? Were you you like, what did you do? What, you know, I showed him, he was like, holy shit, this is crazy. And we kind of did our own like cleansing. And we just, we said, if there basically if there is cleansing here you you are not allowed to be here you have to go back to where you came from and and luckily nothing else happened yes wow you see because you were so firm and your intentions were strong it 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 backed off it listened it was just it was i was just it was really terrifying in waverly hills that's another one Yeah, that's I want. I definitely want to hear the Waverly Hills story. I, I'm sorry to like oh, please. keep you know robbing you know your off so time, but I need to hear the Waverly Hills story. Tour, um, <laughs> at Waverly, you could do a four hour block, or you could do like an eight hour block, which is from midnight to eight in the morning. So we're like, screw it, we're here. So we're gonna do the whole night. So luckily for us, there wasn't a. <laughs> yeah. Right. Which is why you guys are awesome because um, that's what us, you should do. A lot of people Damn it! I love huge that. Groups and you have to like go with other groups in specific areas, and you can't wander around alone, and you can't do this, can't do that. But because there wasn't a lot of people that night, we had a we had the whole place to ourselves. It was me, Joe, and two of our friends, and holy um, shit! You know, there was like maybe four or five other people, and that was it the whole place to ourselves it was great that's so, um, incredible we went down the body chute so for those of you who don't know about waverly hills <laughs> <laughs> was that your like, first I was mean, that like the first place like, let's, let's hit up the body chute it was first. basically an old tuberculosis hospital yeah back, um i think in the don't quote me on any of this because it's been a while but it was like the 60s the 50s or 60s no, I'm, I'm right there do, with like, you. I'm blanking on it too right now. They the tuberculosis patients there because that so many of them right. were dying because they didn't have a cure back then. They would have... People were dying every day. So they, they made this thing called the body shoot. So um, the people that were sick, they would be able to take out the bodies and not disturb the other people. So people, you know, they kept their spirits high. So they created this thing called the body chute and they would bring the bodies down and the, the hearse would pick them up at the end of this tunnel. Um, so that, the body chute is where a lot of people oh have God. a lot of experiences. Um, when we got down there, I think what... Yeah. Right? It's basically I mean, like Satan's sliding board. They it's have ghost adventures <laughs> episodes there. Um, they have ghost hunters, like... Yep, yep, yep. Oh yeah. Well they they shadow shadow figures. There's there's 
there's uh, luminous figures, there's figures at yeah, the window. It's, it's, I mean, it's there's crawling. Really a lot of activity there. Um, the only thing we heard down there, we did hear a moan at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> right. Well, that's that's a pretty big get right there. I mean, if you get a friggin' moan, like, okay. that's a big um, deal. You know, and with ghost hunting, it's like you never know if something's going to happen or not because it doesn't just, ha- you know, it just happens. It, you know, it's up to them if they want to come out and be, be yeah. heard or not. Yeah. And sometimes it happens nothing on their happens. Time. Sometimes you're not investigating ours. a place and you're there for eight hours and nothing happens. And you're like, well, right, exactly. So, but Waverly, you get Waverly's got that. Right. We got a CVP <laughs> in one of the rooms, actually one of the operating rooms, where they would conduct weird experiments on people trying to figure out how to cure tuberculosis. Um, one of the rooms, yep, yeah, right. One of the rooms, there was. Oh, Jesus, what a great um, room pick, too. Uh, a, a demon that would stay in that room. And he was. He, yeah, we did. <laughs> what? what the, that's pretty bold. You went in there? I, I'll, 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 I'll tell Holy you shit, Sarah, I'm impressed. On it now, but, That's... Um, <laughs> so, you know, we went in this room to see if you okay, know, yes. we could Please see do. or hear anything or talk to this 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 demon. Um, <laughs> it wasn't a spirit. It was something's evil in there. We're like, okay, let's go check it out. Right? Of course. <laughs> so, we're, so we're sitting... <laughs> so we're, sitting, <laughs> we're sitting on the floor and we'll shoot the shit a little bit space so it can you know you don't scare it away or whatever so you, you got to sit kind of across the room from it to give it space to manifest or do right. whatever it wants to do and so we're sitting there asking questions nothing's really happening and joe starts kind of trying to coax it a little bit and that's what you don't want to do. You don't want to give these these things attitude. You don't want to, you know, provoke. Right. So he was starting to say some things, and I was like, provoke. Don't, mm-hmm. don't even. And then he, I, <laughs> he does. And Joe's got a set of so, balls on so him, he, provoking a demon. Exactly what you said. <laughs> but um, all of a sudden, he said, he said, he said something. But we had the we had the um, our EVP recorder going, and um. All of a sudden, we we all felt mm-hmm. really uneasy, and that's the thing too with ghost hunting is you have to go by feeling. You can feel when there's some something. You can feel when something's off. Absolutely, it is. You get goosebumps. Like your body reacts differently. It's in the air. Something. It really. It's is. like your body knows there's something is not right. Yeah. Um. So we started feeling really uneasy. Oh, one hundred percent. Um. So we left the room. We played. The recorder back actually no no i'll tell you that after we didn't play it at that point but we felt uneasy so we left that room we go to another part of the um the okay the, right. um, the hospital and we we looked down this one corridor i can't remember if it was the second or the third floor but there's all these doors on both sides so you can see like the the moonlight coming through these these doors and windows so it it illuminates the hallway so you look down the hallway you see all these shadows of you know the the windows and stuff well you adjust your eyes to the light right and you just stand down this hallway and look you can see dark spirits kind of darting around the this hallway towards the end and we and we nope and we actually had this one we you saw you got to be kidding me this dark entity peer from behind the wall, out this doorway, 
look at us and 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 go right back into the room like it was oh my peeking God. Out of the doorway and then it and then it disappears back into the doorway or and, I think that yeah. would legit scare the shit out of me as as into it as I yeah. am and as many investigations I've been on to physically it see it really is and so guess what we decided is a whole other story <laughs> We went straight down that hallway. What'd you hallway. do? I, I, I bet I guess, but what did you do? Because listen, we wanted to make sure of course you there did. was nobody else down there because it was such a surreal moment. We're like, okay, this. Well, that makes we got to find out if that was somebody or if yeah. that was actually something. Nobody was down there. It was just us on that floor. Right. Um, and then another oh thing God, is at the end incredible. of the night. Um, it was, I would say we, it was probably about five in the morning at that point. Um, you know, and our batteries were starting to get low on our cameras and things like that. Um, so we get up to the fifth floor, which is actually the children's wing. And that's where they say, um, a little boy called Timmy likes to play on the fourth and fifth floor. Right? See, why they always name like little freaky names like, you know, like Timmy already, that sounds creepy. He he loves to play with people and he loves to play with this specific ball that they have on the fifth floor. So at that point, there was a group of us. There's probably like 10 of us up there at that point. So we're sitting there across the room and um, we had one of the volunteers was leading the um, conversation and trying to get, you know, Timmy to come out and play with us so we have this ball in the middle of the room giving it plenty of space with this flashlight because they say with the flashlight it helps if you have like the flashlight on the certain setting it helps whatever spirit get um like power through the flashlight i don't know if you've ever heard that okay okay right I, that was that was the first time I ever heard that yes. and learned that trick, yes. and I was like, "Wow, that's crazy!" Because you can you can talk to things with flashlights. Yep. Yeah, they they, they put you put just enough yep, pressure exactly. on it where it just can put the, the slightest amount to give a yes yep. or a no, or you know, or you know, one flash for you know, so are you male? That, that are you female? It's it's actually. fascinating. And we use that with more investigations after this, but um. So it took probably a good, you know, we were sitting there for a good half hour trying, you know, to talk um, to what was up there. And then all of a sudden, um, just kind of out of nowhere, the flashlight, they were asking questions and the flashlight turns, it was, it turns on. And at that point we knew there was something there. Um, and we, oh the, the um, volunteer asked, they're like, okay, um, can you move the ball for us? So, all of a sudden, yeah. the flashlight starts flickering, and the ball starts moving to the left. I would say it moved about, and there's it's an enclosed room. There's no windows open, nothing. The ball moved a good, I would say, six inches to the left, and then it, um, That's then incredible. it moved it back. To where it was, <laughs> and the, yeah, the, that, the, the, the that's, sad part is that's 100% paranormal. Like, that's point. not 
that has happened yeah. to me. And that's, locations that's where they were, they the cameras can be drained. They have been you know, they like use that. it. They all were dead. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially all of them. Oh, like I've all been there too. That, that, that happened to me at Eastern State Penitentiary that when I would try to... Yep. Yeah. It, it's, that's crawling with energy. I didn't have anything happen to me there, but that's I was there during the day. crawling with energy, that place. By myself. I was too. Real quick, not uh, to by out, yourself too. Look at you going to these like alone in Philly there, and my hotel was literally blocks away from it. And I found out it was there, and I had the day off, so I went there. I spent, I spent, I went there by myself and spent a good couple hours. There. <laughs> See, Sarah, this is why I love you because right. this is what. <laughs> we do on our off time right? what's haunted <laughs> <laughs> i'm going <laughs> you, you, you're crazy in the best way which is fantastic oh my god because <laughs> you'll do that <laughs> Google, so would i i'd be like what's haunted <laughs> in the town i'm going <laughs> i swear to god that's just like Wow, I can have you on repeatedly thing, like, for the, both acting and paranormal episodes. This is incredible. Was, um, real quick, uh, you know we've been oh, we've been to a ton of locations. I mean, we've been we've been to the Stanley. Yeah. Um, we got Myrtle's Plantation. We went to. Um, you've been to Myrtle's. Uh, uh, Lizzie been. Borden. We stayed there a few times. Um, We've been to a few hundred locations out here in California. Yeah, that's like, right. I remember what you did. Um, stuff like that. The thing is, I mean, we did this for a good, we, we were ghost hunting for a good, I would say, eight years. Five, five to eight years. But the thing is, yeah, it's, see, you're not then we rookie, started doing so you, these you positivity know what you're doing. hikes, um, you know, a few years ago. And it's just, mm -hmm. I don't know, it's it's a scary thing to to ghost hunt because you just don't know what could attach itself to you. And if something does attach to you, it's it's usually negative energy. Right. And it can hurt you. So, we, so we've actually kind of mm -hmm. stopped doing it. Um, You're absolutely right. You know, and who knows, maybe we'll do it again, depending on it. where it's at and all that. But I think right now we're, we're, you know, kind of just staying away from it for the time being. I completely understand that because you just you never know what doors you're opening. So you're in a good place, yeah, and, well, Joe, and you figure, had, you know Joe's what? Let's not tempt fate here. <laughs> Life's going well. Actually, that went on this ghost hunt with us one time, and she we had her mm -hmm. kind of do like this like cleansing of all of us afterwards, and she actually had a really hard time cleansing Joe because she said he had mm -hmm. um, something attached to him. Yeah, and I think that's kind of where we were like, okay, this is something really? we don't want to mess around with. So I think that's kind of when we like opened our eyes. We're like, well, let's kind of just back away from this right. for the time being. Because a I... lot of good things have happened for us in the last few years. Let's try to stick with positivity. And, um, you know, we don't, we, we can't afford to have any sort of negative energy attach itself to us. Uh, you know what? That is a great yeah, lesson exactly. for anybody who's kind of flirting with ghost hunting and thinking, oh, maybe yeah. 
like they need to hear that other side of it so i'm glad you said all that because it's it's not all like glamorous and like hey things happen and then you get to go home and and nothing happens like hey things can happen right now so yeah i mean we had we had a lot of fun doing it and like i said you never know we might do it again but it it makes exactly right yeah. When the time's right, yeah, when you, you know, when you feel know. like, hey, this is a good so, time to do it, we're ready. Yeah. It makes mm-hmm. it makes complete sense. Mm-hmm. It really does. I'm glad you said that. You know, like <laughs> exactly. people need to hear this. So anybody listening to it, remember Sarah's words. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's fantastic. Wow. Thank you for that. Your stories are a freaking kickass, Sarah. Got, you guys got a good idea. <laughs> <Kind of. laughs> <laughs> oh my god no it's phenomenal well, you're not that. boring sarah i'm <laughs> gonna put it that way you're not a boring individual <laughs> at all i appreciate <laughs> this is it you got I know. that right i know we're cut from the same paranormal <laughs> cloth my dear friend <laughs> I, I love you so much for coming on i cannot tell you like what an honor this has been like i want to have yeah, i mean like i said i mean when repeatedly um, when whenever you have out, time we could but i could come on again and talk more about that and um yeah heck yeah you better yeah i want to i want to know all about it i want to know like you know your stories when you know when it's out there exactly. so you know we don't want to you know no we don't want to kill any spoilers or you know we don't want to <laughs> give away anything but You've got my Great. curiosity. Well, let, well, I'll tell you this. Um, I'm so Boy, excited for this movie. You know, Blind was, you know, it was a, a the slow yeah. burn 70s style um, horror film, uh, drama horror. Uh, this Pretty Boy, the second right. one, is going to be more. Um, it's our 80s slasher feel. So what you're, yeah, what you're missing in the first one, you're going to get it times uh, 10 in the second. I was one. just going to say. Mm-hmm. Do you know what's brilliant about yes. what you guys are doing? That I could tell that from Damn the poster right. art from Pretty Boy that I saw. I said that has an '80s vibe. So, <laughs> so you just like that—that's incredible. You just clued yep. right into that. Like, it's, hey, get like, this. Like we get the '70s. Horror. We got to do like the '80s. Uh, this um, is like phenomenal. Exactly. So, so yeah, we're going slasher elements. The second one. <laughs> This is so awesome, and which means I don't know what a, you're going to do with the third nice one. So you're going to keep me and everybody else getting the third one. Oh, yeah. It's, yep. Wow. So you already know oh, yeah. it's, right it's now known. what happens with <laughs> Faye. And, oh, I'm so curious. You got to be, I, I know you can't say anything, but I'm just so freaking curious what happens. <laughs> so, so let's remind everybody where can people like get a hold of you uh, where blind, can people the buy the merchandise where can people right now, see like, um, blind we earlier it is on amazon prime it's actually free prime members right now it just just hit it let's do yep. it um <laughs> and you can actually you can I buy mean, the come DVD on, as people. well and the DVD you is great watch because this. it has all the special features it has commentary track it has interviews um, deleted scenes um, footage from our uh, premiere like it's so much fun so you can get that on Amazon it's through Uncorked um, and yeah um, and then 
you can find my you can find you know my site uh i'm most instagram instagram and facebook i would say instagram Mm -hmm. sarah french online and facebook sarah french Yes, and people don't be pretty boying her. She this is for business inquiries only. <laughs> Sarah, Sarah deals enough with that on screen. She doesn't need any weirdos reaching out. So this is just for right business now, people. <laughs> this is it. This is it. Yes, and exactly. and maybe even a signed eight by ten by Sarah. <laughs> And they're fantastic. I've seen the eight by tens. Like, my God, the camera loves you, Marilyn Monroe, right here. I I do like. You know, I'm not kidding. You know, I don't say that lightly. I'm dead serious about that. (laughs) I know. I love that. I love. I love the. Again, this is why we get along, my dear friend. Film noir. um, (laughs) Style stuff, and that's that's what I love about blind so much because you get that feel. Oh yeah, and I could oh, totally yeah. see you now that you mentioned that in like a 1930s oh, yeah. like Art Deco film. I could totally see you in that era. So, any directors, you know, yes. producers out there, remember <laughs> that she said she's open to that. But it's got to be a good script. And I'm <laughs> I'm going to say no for her if you present her with anything shitty. Okay, Brian's People, got my back. And so I got only back. good stuff. <laughs> you. That's damn right. And not that she needs backup because yeah. Sarah kicks ass. Remember, she's the coyote wrangler. And she does all the, the tough girl competitions <laughs> that she could kick men's asses. She can kick aliens' asses. Ready to rock. Sarah roll, is ripped. Baby. She's ready. <laughs> and I you you are and, and you're doing it. And I just Aww. I love you. I really do. I think you're such an amazing human being. And I mean that outside of the industry you're just the greatest human being and Thank inside you, the industry you are you're too. just I tremendously talented so much. you need to know that i appreciate so you much fun. and i thank you from the bottom of my heart for doing this <laughs> it was it was so much fun oh my god i love i want you to hang on for one second i'm just going to sign off and then i want to thank you personally for doing this so For Sarah French, this is Brian Hobson. This has been Footsteps in the Attic. We'll see you next (laughs) week. You're so good at this. I love your voice. Thank you for doing this. You're so great. You you have like the perfect voice for this. Thank you. Thank you. I have so much fun. Oh, you're, see, thank you. Honestly, you have no idea how much that means to me.